Welcome back to Market on Close. It's time to take a look at a few names that slipped under the radar in today's session. George Tillis joins us now from Salt Lake City for some overlooked stocks. Hey there, George. We have two rocket company or two rocket stocks, I should say, starting with rocket companies. It got an upgrade at Wells Fargo, ticket, ticker symbol RKT, and this despite some of the, uh, you know, not so great mortgage app data that we got this morning still looking pretty good, stock up four and a half percent. Yeah, it's up four and a half percent. One of the things you may have noticed if you watch any television, you don't see a lot of commercials anymore for mortgage finance right now. And I think it has to do with interest rates and the slowing aspects of the mortgage origination market. But Rocket Companies is the largest wholesale market uh, originator for loans and home financing. But they also have ancillary services tied into housing, which include real estate uh, services, uh, also unsecured loans. In other words, uh, unsecured credit lines in the consumer finance space, auto space, uh, as well as digital sales and marketing. So they've actually moved into the consumer finance and the automotive lending space, maybe at the wrong time, when we know that uh, auto sales are probably down because of prices and higher interest rates across the board. So. If you look at the company, you know, and I can see what's going on with the uh, with the upgrade from Wells Fargo. They moved their target to overweight from equal weight from uh, from about 650 to 10. I think they actually see an inflection point or a bottom based on uh, EPS. So I went back and looked at the uh, the last four quarters of earnings for uh, Rocket Companies, and they earned about a dollar 52 a share. And the going and going forward, the company is expected to only earn 32 cents a share. So the difference there is about 78 percent decrease from the last four quarters relative to the forward uh, earnings per share in the next four quarters. And the stock is down about 58 percent over the last year. Look, the other thing to keep in mind is uh, it's not only interest rates, which is putting essentially a damper on, on the mortgage market. Total originations for rocket companies uh, last quarter alone were down from the previous year by about 48 I'm sorry 48% yes from 104 billion to 54 billion and that gives you an idea that you know overall originations were down interest rates are really hurting the mortgage market but in particular you have to keep in mind that um, there isn't a deposit base uh, depository institutions like commercial banks Wells Fargo for instance who ironically upgraded the stock is one of the other larger major loan originators in our country, but they're a commercial bank holding company. So they have access to cheap deposits as a funding source, whereas companies like Rocket, SoFi, just to name a, name a couple other, uh, originate to, uh, to dispense-based consumer finance and mortgage companies in the wholesale markets. These companies actually have to borrow in the short-term markets and lend on the long-term markets. And that's costly, especially when you have the impact of Yields that are flattening or in some cases across the curve are inverting once again. So if you want to play the mortgage space, you know, you have to look for commercial banks right now, which are not immune to what's going on. The yield curve is flattening. That's hitting all net interest margins for commercial banks. But overall, Wells Fargo, which is which is one of the other larger loan originators, has a major deposit base that helps support the capital to make the loans versus rocket companies, which really relies on the wholesale markets. And unfortunately, with the Fed raising short-term interest rates and long-term interest rates maybe falling, volume might pick up, but that, that also means that the, uh, the net profit margin on a per loan basis might be compromised. So overall, uh, there may be an inflection point in the earnings per share decline relative to last year. Maybe that's what uh, Wells Fargo sees in their call. But again, the call 
is for about a $1.40 increase relative to the current price, which is about 18% higher. Again, I'm taking a look here. Wells Fargo, that analyst, is only one of two analysts that has a buy rating on the shares. The rest have 12 yeah. have hold and two have sell ratings. So in the minority there. All right, let's talk about another Rocket stock. It's Rocket Companies. It's up. It was up about 4% today and it's having a really good month. It's uh, up 17% so far in July. It's only been a couple days. But what's behind uh, this move higher today? Yeah, so Rocket Pharma, this is, uh, there are other Rocket today, uh, Caroline. This is a completely separate company, completely different company. This is essentially a multi platform biotech name. And you're right, I have noticed the stock itself is, uh, has actually produced some pretty nice relative strength. In other words, it's been outperforming the overall markets and looks like it's in a major trend reversal. I'll explain what I'm looking at in just a second. But it's a company that really focuses on uh, really five different gene therapeutic uh, pipeline drugs, which are in various stages of uh, phase, uh, phase uh, clinical trials for the FDA that are fast-tracked. They deal in rare diseases that are particularly focused on blood disorders, uh, autoimmune disorders that affect um, uh, blood, temp, uh, blood platelets. The other types of disorders include heart, fa heart failure, cardiomyopathy, uh, as well as anemia. Uh, two of the five drugs actually have in their pipeline are in, are in stage three clinical trade uh, uh, stages with the FDA. But overall, uh, you've got to look at the analyst upgrades. And this is where I think uh, the price is really unreflective of the potential of the company. Uh, SVP Securities actually has got a, uh, an outperform rating on the stock. They moved their target to a 64 from 66, so a little bit more conservative, but they've got an outperform rating. Uh, the low on the street looks like it's Bank of America with $47 target, Stiefel 67, Needham at 62. So I'm just pointing out a few examples of analysts which have targets that are considerably higher than the current price. Now, what's going on with the company uh, is essentially there, there seems to be promise that two of their drugs in the next, uh, in the next six to nine months will, may get FDA clearance, but this is a company that's in pre-revenue. One of the things that's a, a risk involved in a biotech is, is, one, do they have existing drugs in the pipeline, and two, do they have licensing agreements with other big pharma partners? I don't see either of those with this, with this company. So there is still risk involved in terms of dilution risk and, of course, um, you know, risk that, that one of these drugs or all of these drugs don't get FDA approval. But overall, you know, I think uh, if you look at the market cap at about a billion dollars, the company is about $350 million in cash, which, uh, again, has uh, more than two years' worth of cash burn uh, built up with, a, with about $41 million clip on a per quarter basis. So, again, expectations are that all of their drugs will get some approval by 2025. But I think you have to consider uh, one of the risks involved, and that is, is that it doesn't have any revenue or licensing agreements with other companies. But with that said, you know, the analysts uh, which talk to executives and really focus on specific details of the company, they see some significant promise in the company. But looking at the price action, you know, one of the things I'll, I generally will look at for major trend reversals is using a 21 uh, exponential moving average on a weekly time frame. The stock is trading above it. Uh, so, again, that is promising. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to continue higher. But at the very least, it's trading very well relative to the market. And I think, again, considering the price is significantly below these, uh, these analyst ratings, there may be something to the stock. 
Yeah, I mean, every single analyst that covers it, according to Refinitiv, all 12 have a buy rating. But interesting that it is only down 30% right. year to date, given that it's pre-revenue and this market has been so opposed to unprofitable companies, let alone companies Correct. that don't actually have any revenue right now. So interesting insights there, George. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Okay, you bet.